Welcome to the pulse that moves the triangle world today. This one-size-fits-all broadcast is a vibrant collection of stories, medical breakthroughs, helpful tips, what's trending, events, and boundless other adventures. It's a conversation pit of comedians, politicians, authors, chefs, sports figures, experts, the common and the uncommon. Here's the host of Triangle 411, Mary Inspreffer. Hi, friends. Melissa Lefevre from CBS 17 is here to talk about her segment, Destination Vacation. But just before we go into that, a little about tourism overall. In April, and this is back in April, the World Travel and Tourism Group projected a global loss of 75 million jobs. We know it's more than that now, but uh, that's one stat. And then according to the Mobility Market Outlook on COVID-19, the global revenue for travel and tourism industry will be an estimated $447 billion U.S. dollars in 2020, but that's a decrease of around 35% from the previous year. Just as the virus is ever-changing, so are these stats, and they seem to be going in the wrong direction. Yet all that being said, there is an upside to downtime. Research has shown countless cardiovascular health benefits to vacationing. Road trips and time away, no matter how big or small, can help decrease stress and depression and actually improve productivity. However, According to the U.S. Travel Association, more than half of Americans leave vacation time on the table. Among those who actually do go on vacation, three and five admit to doing some work. We need to give ourselves permission to relax. It's, it's not a sin, folks. <laughs> but you say, Mary, I'd like to support the tourism industry and, yeah, get a little me time. But with COVID, there's nowhere to go and nothing to do. I feel your pain, but CBS 17 has a cure via their Destination Vacation segment. Welcome, Alyssa, and tell us all about Destination Vacation. Well, thank you so much, Mary. And first, just thank you for having me on. And Destination Vacation is such a cool concept because it's about discovering hidden gems that are really located in your own backyard. So there are places that I believe you would want to go, but you didn't necessarily know they were there. So what we're doing is we're featuring a new spot every Thursday at 5.30 right here on CDS 17. And we're also producing a half-hour special of the best places to go, and that's going to air at 7 p.m. on CBS 17 on August 1st. And the fun thing is we're doing this on air, but we also have an interactive website so viewers can see all of the places that we're featuring, and they can even map out their trips. So all you got to do is go to CBS17.com. We've got it under our news tab at Destination Vacation. You can click on that. It's got articles and videos, and it's got the map. So really trying to make this on multiple platforms for people to be able to get out of the house this summer and check out some really cool spots there. Again, not that far away. Oh, I'm glad to hear about the special. That sounds really cool. Now, why did CBS feel there was a need for these types of shows right now? Well, Mary, I feel that we've had to adjust our lives during this pandemic in ways that we probably never even imagined. And unfortunately, summer vacations are no exception. So 
some people can't take their typical vacations, such as maybe getting on an airplane, a cruise ship, or other forms of fun that you were all looking forward to, we wanted to find local places where people could visit and still practice that safe social distancing and some places that are off the beaten path that you may have never heard of. Now, how do you find these travel gems? Well, the great thing is we've really got a team effort going. So what we're doing is we're using the power and the resources of our company, which is NetStar, and we're taking people around North Carolina, South Carolina, and Southern Virginia. We own 11 stations in those three states, so we really have the capability to cover a lot of ground as we move throughout the summer. Now, do you ever get referrals from viewers about places to go? Well, I think the fun thing is that this series is in the early stages, so we've got plenty of room to explore. So the ones that I've been working on are places that I've discovered, but I'm new to the area, and I know maybe even some of our viewers are new to the area as well, or maybe looking for places they didn't know about. So we would love to hear from viewers on spots that they think we should check out. You can reach out to me, Brian, the station. So if you've got a spot that you like to frequent and we haven't featured it or you don't see it on that map, we want to hear from the viewers. And that's where I love that it's an early in the stages, you know, an early series that we're working on. And we've got plenty of room to to grow and, and to get the word out about places and hear from the viewers. And, you know, you said you touched on something a little bit there. I have lived in about five different states, and I'm always surprised. So, like, when I get there, I explore everything because I'm new to it, and I'm excited to, mm-hmm. to see this. But a lot of times I'll find people that have lived there their whole life and have never really explored their town. You know, they, they've never took it in a ball game or they've never gone mm-hmm. to this museum. So pointing out to people new and longtime residents is a good idea. I wanted to ask you, Melissa, how do the getaway mm-hmm. options you feature address COVID restrictions? So what we're doing is each place that we feature, we're taking, each place is taking the necessary precautions to keep their visitors safe. That's obviously in the forefront of our minds when we're picking these places. And it's definitely one of the questions that I'm asking the the people that are at these locations, what are you doing to make sure visitors are safe? So what we're doing is we're picking places where you can safely practice your social distancing But on the flip side of that, you can still have fun. And I think during this time that we're living in, this unprecedented time, and especially during the summer months, I think we're all looking for a way to get out of the house, but a way to do it safely. So what we're doing is these places can give you the peace of mind that you're practicing safe social distancing, your family's safe, others are safe, but you can also make a memory with your loved ones this summer, which I think is more important maybe than it has been in your past. I agree with that. You know, we don't want all the memories, especially for our kids, to just be, mm-hmm. you know, scariness and masks. So that's that's perfect. So I'm excited. Let's talk about the few escapes <laughs> folks can look forward to seeing on Destination Vacation. Oh, well, Mary, we've already had some fun ones, and we've got another one again coming up. I thirty again it's every Thursday, which I think it just kind of gives you something to look forward to. I think a Thursday is Friday Eve anyway, but this kind of gives you that extra incentive of where could we go heading into the weekend, which is why I love why we're doing them on Thursdays. Um, to kick off the series, we started off with a piece that I love, and I've been there multiple times at this point, um, Historic Gates Mill County Park, which I think it's so cool. It's located just down the road from Raleigh, so you're not that far from the city, but 
if you haven't been, the minute you drive, you park, and you start walking, you feel like you're 100 miles away from the city, which I think is just such a great escape. And the thing I think is really cool about Historic Gates Mill is it's the last operable water-powered grist mill in the county, which it's still it's working, and it's got 174 acres of wildlife. It's got a pond. When I was there, again, I've been there multiple times. I've seen people hiking. I've done several of the hikes there. They had people fishing, people out bird watching, taking photos, and it's just a beautiful spot. Which, and I think it's just so cool that again, it's located right in Raleigh. So that's one that literally you could hop in the car and and hit this weekend if you want to go maybe a little further. Another one we just featured was the Duplin Winery, which is in Rose Hill, North Carolina. I did not know that Rose Hill was known for the world's largest frying pan. <laughs> but also, I think it's cool. You can check out that site, and then maybe you want to wind down a little bit, head to the winery. Um, the thing I love about them is that they've still got that southern hospitality we all know and love. It's a family atmosphere. But also, again, they're doing the necessary precautions with COVID-19. So talking with them, they're offering socially distant tastings. And they've got a bistro, which I heard. I haven't had them yet. I heard they have some tasty fried pickles, which I'm all about. <laughs> did you see the so Did you see the large frying pan? No. And no. that's where I want to – it's just that's what I love about this is these places. It's, and it's not just a one-stop shop where you go and see this one thing, but to just be able to explore mm-hmm. just these areas. But, again, I mean, an hour drive isn't too terrible. Some of us have that kind of commute, you know, heading home on the highway. Sure. <laughs> That's absolutely to be true. Able to, to make that memory. Another one that I'm working on and I can't wait to tell viewers about is Jordan Lake, which is, again, right here in our own backyard. Um, when we were there, there were people camping, hiking, but also the eagles. The, they have one of the largest concentration of bald eagles. So what I'm going to be diving into, and again, I can't wait to bring this story to the viewers, is about how the eagles, how they look when they develop through their years of maturity. I've learned more about eagles than I think I ever knew (laughs) and how you can stop them from a safe distance. And I think that's such a cool thing. I took my binoculars and just to be able to see such a majestic bird. And again, just in your own almost backyard. Um, And then again, the one tonight, we've got one we're working on with the Billy Graham Library that's in Charlotte. So being able to a lot of us have heard of Billy Graham, but to be able to take a look at his life and his journey and how he's impacted so many people around the world. I've been to the library multiple times and to have just a nice, wholesome family spot where everyone can walk away with something. And that's just a few of the plethora of places that we have going on across, again, Southern Virginia, North Carolina, and South Carolina. And like we've been saying, if you have spots that you think should be featured, we want to hear from you because... We're having as much fun as we are being able to tell the viewers about this. I think it's rewarding on both sides from Brian and I, our perspective, as well as the viewers are gaining some insight and some fun places they can check out, too. Yeah, and you mentioned the campgrounds, and, I, and I've uh, seen different uh, reports about how camping is, is really huge this year because people prefer it to maybe going into a hotel because they, mm-hmm. you know, feel like they just have more control over their environment. So that's a biggie. So yeah, that would be great to hear about that. Um, you know, and at the beginning of the show, we talked a bit about how important vacations are overall, but what are your thoughts on how during this crisis 
they may prove to be even more vital. Well, and I think that's such a, a crucial word if you say crisis, and that's what we're living in. And I don't think it matters age, where you live. We're all feeling the impacts of this pandemic. And so I think it's just as important. It's maybe not even more important to find a way for you and your family to escape and have a sense of normalcy with a vacation. That's what so many children and parents alike and families look forward to is that vacation. And I think that's the one thing that we can enjoy this summer and some normalcy in a year that has been anything but normal. I mean, it's, I know from our perspective, and I'm sure viewers at home, it's easy. We get wrapped up in the headlines and what's changed. But what hasn't changed in our world is the need for family time and good quality family time at that. And I think a lot of people are, are wondering, what, what can we get out and do this summer? And what can we do that will be safe for our family, but also bring us that that fun and that sense of normalcy that we long for. And I truly believe that destination vacation is aiding in that search for our viewers. I agree. And of course, with everything these days, we want to remember all our pandemic safety rules, wear those masks, wash your hands, Mm -hmm. stay six feet apart, and only really do what's right for you and your health and well-being. You know, Mm -hmm. regardless of suggestions, if it's just not right for you, that's that's a personal choice. That's a judgment call everybody has to make. But it's sure good to have destination vacation out there to at least give us some alternatives and suggestions. And for some people that are going cabin fever crazy like me, I mean, it's like a <laughs> port in the storm. So, Melissa, would you just tell everyone one more time, you know, where they can see what day and time, and then also reiterate about the special for us, please? Yes. So, again, Destination Vacation is every Thursday at 530 on CBS 17. And then we're also, so if you can't check it out at 530 on Thursdays, we always put them online, so you can always check them out there. But then we also run them again on Saturday mornings during our show. So, you've got opportunities to watch it multiple times on air as well as of course putting that online because we want to make sure we've got our viewers informed on multiple platforms and that's our our goal each and every day but especially when we get to do these fun features like destination vacation and then what we're going to do is brian and i are working on a half hour special of the best places to check out and that's going to air at 7 p.m on august 1st so really want to just make sure that, again, I love that we were doing these every week. We're planning them through the summer, running them again on the weekends, putting them on the web, and then putting together this special as well, as well where you get to check out not just one, but you'll be able to check out a multitude of them, you know, right there in a row with this special, which I think is just a wonderful opportunity for our viewers. I think so, too. So I would tell everybody out there, get ready to hit the road with Melissa. It sounds so cool. It has been such a joy and people in the newsroom, out of the newsroom, just people watch these and they're learning, we're learning, and it truly does bring a smile to all of our faces. And I hope that's what it's doing for our viewers as well, because we're making memories and enjoying the series so much and finding places for us and our families to check out and, and also to have that bond with our viewers too, bringing them places where they can make memories with the ones that mean the most to them. Sounds great. Thanks so much for being with us. Oh, thank you so much, Mary. It's been a joy. Well, that was great information. 
But I found another little something for you to do that you don't have to pack a bag for or take a plane or a train. It's through the town of Apex, which has come up with a free family-friendly activity designed to get you out and active during National Parks and Recreation Month while still staying safe during this time. To tell us about it is Karen Cox, a marketing and communication specialist with the town of Apex. Welcome, Karen. Hey, thanks for having me on today. So this activity correlates to the plans for the upcoming Pleasant Park. So why don't we start with a brief rundown on Pleasant Park? Sure, yeah. So Pleasant Park, um, first off, is at the intersection of Old U.S. Highway 1 um, and Pleasant Plains Road. So if you're kind of coming out of Apex going south on Old U.S. 1, you're going to see it on your left. Um, It's a great park. It's 92 acres with passive and active recreation opportunities. It's going to have lots of athletic fields multiple walking paths, one with even a 5K opportunity, uh, picnic shelters, and then kind of the thing that we set this entire um, peak summer puzzler around is our one-and-a-half-acre amenity area that's especially created for our kids with a splash pad. We know that people are very excited about that. So uh, we just know this is going to be great for our residents. Um, and you kind of set it up here, but Apex um, – Our Apex Mayor, Jacques Gilbert, helped set the scene for this fun scavenger hunt by talking about that new amenity area. And I've got to tell you, I've heard a rumor that those who complete this fun scavenger hunt and submit a code might just get a sneak peek to those plans that the puzzler pilfered from the press conference. Well, I love the idea of a splash pad. That's almost like a you know, requirement anymore and in new um, parks and playgrounds. And um, so it sounds exciting. Pleasant Park, a lot of things going to go on there soon. What's the anticipated um, date on that? Like when will things be finished with the park? So they're currently in construction right now. Um, And as some people might have seen on the Apex Park Facebook page, we were actually on site at Pleasant Park um, during the mayor's press conference. So it's currently under construction. Um, Sometimes timelines are a little tentative um, due to weather, especially with a parks project. So um, stay tuned, and we've got tons of information on our website about those types of deadlines and future upcoming events. Cool. So I mentioned, so something to get away, you're like – you're like thinking, well, that park's not ready yet. What are you talking about? A nice little get getaway. Well, this is so cool. The town of Apex has come up with the activity Peak Summer Puzzler. And that's the activity I'd like you to tell us about, Karen. Sure. So the Peak Summer Puzzler, as I kind of already mentioned, um, is a scavenger hunt activity, activity that fills, excuse me, facilitated by our Parks, Recreation, and Cultural Resources Department. Our amazing park staff worked with Apex's only escape room called Whole Brain Escape to make this fun puzzle-based activity that takes families through six of our parks to get clues to help crack a lock combination. Now, as you may have seen on the Parks, Recreation, and Cultural Resources page, the puzzler stashed the Pleasant Park plans in that lock box. So, Residents are helping us get the plans back by cracking the code before the puzzler leaves town. At each park, there are two clues, 
And so families get to spend time together and they're doing something together, not just sitting at home or, um, you know, taking a walk, which are all great, nice things, um, but they get to explore some of our awesome parks and then maybe make plans to come back later. Um, and at the end of the, the activity, once everyone has gone through the six different parks and gotten the clues, they can submit their guests for that six-digit combination. So now what if folks run into trouble during their search? Is there someone they can contact? Absolutely, yeah. Our, um, our park staff is excited to offer the opportunity for people to message them on their Facebook page at Apex Parks. Um, or if they, they would rather do something via email, they can email Allie Prilaski. Um, and I can fill her email out for us. Um, her email is A-L-L-I-E dot P-R-E-L-A-S-K-E at apexnc.org. So what's the prize for the winner? So once things... So once folks think they've cracked the code, they can actually submit it using a link that they get in their entry email, and then they're entered to win fun Apex theme prizes. You're not gonna, you're not gonna give us a hint about those prizes. Well, you might just have to wait and see. Um, I do know <laughs> that some of them have been in collaboration with Whole Brain Escape, so I'm gonna hold on to all of those goodies, and people just are gonna have to go out to the park and try to crack the code. Mm. I might try that myself. I'm all about a prize. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, so it's not really a form. So once you get the code, you're not really filling out a form. You you hit a link on the page that sends you the email that sends you the information. Is that right? Yeah. So there's a link um, in the entry email that someone gets once they've registered to participate, and it will take them to an online form or they can enter in that six-digit combination code and see if they've, if they've cracked the code. And when will folks know what the code is and if they've cracked it? Do you send out, you know, um, something to all the participants or just something on the website? How's that going to work? Yes, I'm sure that our parks, um, our parks folks will end up sending out something on social media that kind of shows the code combination. And once people have submitted their code, they actually get an email um, sent to them with details about that amenity area that they're looking for, and it lets them know what the code is. Okay, so can there be more than one winner? Yeah, absolutely. There, um, I'm not actually sure exactly how many prizes we, we plan to give out, but um, but that's why people are going to be submitting that that combination, and then they're entered to win some of those prizes. Oh, you're entered to win. So even if you have the right code, doesn't necessarily mean you're a winner. Right. You're entered to win multiple prizes. Yep. Right. Okay. Alrighty. And what's the, for more information site? Right. So if people want more information on this awesome family friendly activity, they can go to apexnc.org forward slash play. Can you do that one more time? Sure. Apexnc.org forward slash play. Okay, and it's, and it's important to note that you must submit your guests for the correct code by July 31st at 5 p.m. So really think about getting out there this weekend or even maybe during the next week. Um, again, a fun activity, something to do, you know, couple it with maybe 
going out for burgers or something afterward, and you've got a destination vacation of sorts right here in Apex. Easy peasy, right? Yeah. Well, thanks, Karen, so much for being with us. Thank you so much. Now it's time for our nonprofit spotlight. I picked this up from their website, the North Carolina Travel and Tourism Coalition, founded in 1991, works to maintain a healthy environment in North Carolina for the continued growth and development of the travel and tourism industry, which is important to the economy of all our state's 100 counties. This is a cool fact. North Carolina is the sixth most visited state in America. I never knew that. So the North Carolina Travel and Tourism Coalition is a private nonprofit trade association of professional sports teams, leading resorts, popular attractions, convention and visitors bureaus, and other business organizations throughout North Carolina, all working together to promote public policies that encourage the growth and development of tourism in North Carolina. For more info, visit nctc.squarespace.com. That's N as in North, C as in Carolina, T as in travel, T as in tourism, C as in coalition, dot squarespace.com. Well, it's time to high-five and say goodbye. We're everywhere. iTunes, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, etc. Or you can always catch us on our website, triangle411.buzzsprout.com. I'm Mary Innsbrucker for Triangle 411. Today, dot, 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 be caring.